You obviously know Kung Fu. Greetings, action fans. Uh, welcome to the Urban Action Showcase and Expo uh, behind the action panel. I want to first introduce uh, our esteemed guests. Uh, we have Brett Chan, stunt coordinator, fight choreographer of Marco Polo, uh, currently Warrior Season 2. I hope you're watching it on Cinemax. Vlad Rimberg, the man behind the action. He's driving. That's how committed he is, guy. He's driving. You see what I'm saying? Andy Chang, uh, one of the, the members of, of, of Jackie Chan's stunt team, incredible choreographer. Emmanuel Manzanares, incredible uh, stunt performer and choreographer. Sarah Chang, an incredible action actress, uh, Wushu champion. Uh, Dan Rizzuto, incredible stunt performer and, and choreographer as well as stunt coordinator. Uh, I want to personally thank each and every one of these uh, elite uh, panelists for being a part of the action, for coming on today and sharing some of their knowledge for those who are interested in being uh, into the, getting into the action genre. I want to introduce the moderator, Jeff Vita of the Kung Fu Drive-In Theater uh, podcast, and I'm going to let him take it from here. This is going to be a very, very informative and exciting conversation. Thank you all, and I'll see you in about 50 minutes. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. Thank you, Demetrius. Thank you, everybody, for showing up, and, and Vlad, uh, please be safe, but thank you so much for uh, popping on here. Guys, it's uh, it's great to have you all. Uh, it's a, a privilege to be able to speak with you guys today. Um, before we start, um, uh, some of you guys know this, but I do want to dedicate the show to my dad, who I just lost a, a couple of days ago. Uh, not to bring it down or anything like that, but uh, he was a big fan of Kung Fu Film. He's the one who started me uh, on this whole journey, and he was a big fan of the work that you guys did, so I want to dedicate the show to him, but thank you all so much for taking some time out to uh, come on the Urban Action Showcase and Expo virtual experience. It's great to have you all. My boy, buddy. Thank you, man. Sorry Hello for your loss. Thank yes. you, guys. For your thank loss, you. Man. Yeah, thank you. Um, but uh, like I said, he was a big fan of, of the work that you guys do, as am I, as is everybody who's uh, who's tuning in here uh, live right now. So um, let's get into it, if, uh, if, you guys, uh, if you guys can. Uh, um, when we talk about the work that you guys do, the language of movement uh, and action, it's a universal one, right? Um, uh, but each of you approaches it differently. Uh, what would you say are your uh, individual uh, defining attributes on how you interpret that language? And to make it accessible for uh, anybody of any race, gender, creed, religion, all of that stuff. Um, Brett, if you can, I'll start with you. Uh, sorry, repeat the question again. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is it about uh, uh, your approach to uh, action uh, that defines it, uh, your defining attributes on how you interpret the language of movement and and uh, and just the action genre in general? I, th I think, you know, I think all the guys probably, probably do the same kind of ideal. You know, when I go to it first, I, I get the characters um, and then I, I, I put into perspective the type of training they are so that not everybody moves the same. And then I'll, I'll variance the, the person's character depending on their stature, how big they are, how skinny they are, how tall they are, which will be able to execute certain moves, believably or not. Um, and then I usually I talk to the actors and get a feeling for where they want to take their characters or how the actual action that they're doing can evolve, tell their story. And then, and then I'll choreograph it to that. And then we get into that motion. So, you know, let's say, you know, Dan and Manny are both trained the exact same way. For, for X amount of years, the same structures, everything like it, but Dan is, is bigger and huskier, Dan is thinner and, and, and leaner. So when they execute the exact same move, it'll look completely different because Dan will use certain things to create the power where Manny will use different things to make create the power. So and therefore then now it looks different even though that they're the same, same, same base in training. Uh, and therefore, the, from that point, they be individualized style. And then, and then, then, so when you're watching them on screen, so you can put them behind like a, like a blank screen, let's say, and you can just have them fight in a silhouette and you'll know exactly who's, who's fighting because they're not just doing cool moves and they're not just doing the exact same things, but you'll know by their style and their movement. Yeah. Uh, Andy, how about you? What's, uh, what's your approach when you're uh, crafting a, a design, uh, crafting or designing an action sequence? 
I think, I mean, mostly, I mean, just thing I think what we're doing is almost like, a, you know, surface, you know, we surface the director or producer or the story, you know, or the character. So I think based on that, you know, first thing, I mean, the approaching, I think I would, you know, talk to the director, you know, get the feeling, you know, what he really thinking, uh, this character or this genre or this movie, what they want to go for. And then based on the director, you know, get the direction from that to create, you know, what we want, you know, or what I want as, as, a, as a character or the style, the fighting. I think that's really based on, you know, the director, because I think as a fight choreographer or coordinator, you know, we really service the director to make the story what you want to tell. So I think that based on that, you know, and, you know, if I'm directing, then of course, you know, I'm go for what I'm thinking, you know, so I think that's, that I think there's always have to have a head or, or idea or direction to start from, you know. So I think, you know, you we can easily just say, you know, if we know, you know, the character of like Bruce Lee, then we will, okay, what what is Jikun Do, you know, or Jackie Chan, do we know we're using a lot of props, you know, so da da, you know, have fun, you know, it's comedy more. Or or right now, you know, like the popular I think everyone will know is John Ray. So okay, oh Jujutsu, judo, you know. So, so I think based on the character, what 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 is the director want then to go the journey, and then we follow with that. So I think that's my approaching, you know. And and if it's something like I said, if I'm directing, you know, I'm the man to make a decision. Then I would base on you know, like like yeah, what blessing, you know, the actor, you know, what they think their character, what they want to you know go for, you know. I think based on that too. So. Somehow, I would say, you know, as a choreographer, we don't have that much, you know, really say, you know, from from the creative scene because it really have to, you know, service the director or the producer or the story, you know. So based on that, and then and then on top of that, we put our, you know, our skill, you know, our flavor, or we make it more more interesting, you know. But that's the, that's why I'm approaching you know, normally in the project. You know, I think that's the first thing I need to go through is who's the give us the direction. You know? Yeah. So for the directors in the audience, um, Dan, uh, Sarah, I know you guys have, have been on that side of the camera. Um, it, when uh, if you're not uh, in that particular position, does it get frustrating though when you hand in your previs or your choreography and uh, somewhere along the line it gets mistranslated or it doesn't come out? quite right that's got to be a little bit frustrating right dan you want to take the first stab at it yeah I, I think that's in general for all of us i think that you know what we create we'd like to to see but we have to understand that at the end of the day usually it's if it's in north america it's being edited by somebody that doesn't understand action <laughs> and you know <laughs> what we look at the previs is always look better than usually what will come out but it depends if it's tv if it's feature the time that you have um I try to now uh, suggest, let's not have three cameras on this. Let's just have one camera so you know what they have to use. It's If you know that two other angles that they're using to shoot are garbage and they would look terrible, I tried to say, you know what, forget it. Let's not even use those two angles. Let's just use this one. But of course, the frustration is there for everybody. I don't think, I don't think there's one stunt coordinator or one fight choreographer that's put together what they want. I mean, look at, look at those big studios. They're terrible. Look at the directors. They don't even get the edit they want. <laughs> so <laughs> we're definitely not going to get an edit we want. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Uh, as a, as an actress as well, uh, when you get direction, uh, for a fight, um, what, uh, what pressure does that put on you to, uh, to bring it to life? Uh, and then, uh, contrast that with how you, you operate on the other side of the camera. Yeah, I think also we all go back to, you know, um, Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon. What was that? The next edition? We need emotional content, right? So I think it's just sort of how we can relate to the character and how, how I can sort of bring it out in me and then have that um, kind of figure out what the scene or where the character is in that story and then see if I can execute the move. You know, am I injured or, you know, am I at my best or, you know, uh, where where that character is in that scene and then be able to execute it to the best of my ability. And I think also, um, depending on whether I'm in front or behind the camera, I'd have to say, see where the camera is and if I'm, you know, executing those moves to the best of my ability and sort of um, 
I guess the frustration would be you have to, as an actor, you sort of have to um, put yourself in the best position so that no matter how it's going to be edited, you try to make yourself, you know, um, like look the best and have, be able to execute what that move is. All right, uh, Vlad and Emmanuel, let me uh, direct this question to you guys. Um, for people who just kind of casually follow the action film genre, uh, a lot of them will say, yeah, a fight's a fight, stunt's a stunt. Everybody does it the same way. What do you guys say to those people? I say as uh, choreographers, what we need to do is uh, uh, put emotional content behind what we show. I, th I think if, I, if people start saying that things look alike, um, I believe that there's some truth to that and it's our responsibility to go ahead and try to alter that. Um, you know, like, uh, earlier, uh, Andy touched up on what people would want, like John Wick style and people are recognized like th th there are certain styles that audiences all over the world recognize John Wick, Jackie Chan. Um, sorry. G sorry. Give me one second. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll take it. A Emmanuel, can you take that? Yeah, just going off of what Blood's saying, I agree. It's You have all the distinct styles, Ray, John Wick, you know, Jackie or Jet, uh, even Donnie Yen, and you have these visual elements that they use. And I I agree with what Blood's saying. Like, it's up to us as choreographers and coordinators to either find the balance between the performer or the visual. Sometimes it's a bit of both. Sometimes it's one or the other. Um, but it's martial arts, right? Martial arts has been around for over thousands of years, we all move a certain way. So how do we complement or change that? It's individual. But at the same time, certain things just work, right? Bruce Lee sidekick works. You know, a jumping back kick or a giant right hook works. So I think it just boils down to balance, but I do think it's our duty to find out what that um, balance is per project. Uh, Andy, I know you're well-versed in the Hong Kong style of, of uh, action filmmaking. So uh, knowing that it's not just the action, but camera work and editing and uh, everything that goes into making a scene stand out, what do you do, uh, if anything, to make your style your own and stand out? Uh, I have to say, you know, I mean, like, you know, people keep saying, you know, Hong Kong style, you know, because I think... Uh, yeah, maybe because I'm from Hong Kong, so <laughs> Hong Kong style. Also, you know, I mean, the the martial art movie, you know, start, you know, popular, I think, you know, based on, you know, from Hong Kong, you know, really earlier, you know, 1960, 70, we start, you know, and then 80, take over to, you know, biggest, you know, like Sambo, Jackie, or Yun Biu, or even Bruce Lee, you know, launch to the world. So, and then the Hong Kong style, the names come from there. So, and... Luckily, I'm from Hong Kong and I'm working here. But uh, I think, you know, this is it's, uh, if we did go back to the really original, you know, I mean, like right now, it's all legend, you know, we all talk about Bruce Lee. So then then I would go with that Bruce Lee, you know, as no style is a style. So that's, that's what the really, you know, I for me, I don't see myself have. And it's oh, Andy Chen style. The people look at it. Oh, Andy, this is this is your style. You know, you you do like John Ray or whatever. as something very isolated, and people will really recognize this is the, oh or like one identity. Wow, wow, shaky camera. You know, quick cut. So you would say this is a style, right? So I don't have one. I I don't do one like okay, this is what I do. You know, when I do you know martial art movie. You know, like into the Badland, You know, so the genre is like an epic. You know, like the Wusa. Or oh, I do six underground, you know, so it's modern day. So you cannot fit into it. Okay, I have to be Andy Chen style. It's no Andy Chen style. You know, or, or I have to be Hong Kong style. You cannot be Hong Kong style in the in the car chase, you know, or, or something. So it don't have that. So I think it's really, I think outstanding. I think you have to be make something uh, unique, something new. Or, you know, you try to don't repeat something from other people. So that's for me. That, that's the style, you know, and the style is, is sometimes I think if my base on, you know, like, like from Jackie Chan, you know, Jackie Chan stunt team, and that's what Jackie Chan style and Hong Kong style, we don't, I mean, like, let's go back to 90, uh, 20 years, 30 years ago, we don't do periods, you know, we don't do storyboard. We go on set and we create, that's Hong Kong style. We shoot at the day we design. We don't 
prepping. You know, well, oh, let's let practice this, and then rehearsal two months, and then editing, and you know, we we tricking, we tricking, and we find the best editing, best angle, best everything. We don't do that. So, so if you ask me, what would be outstanding? That right now, everyone, you know, like the action desires and. They can create anything they want, you know, because they will spend months, months, half year, a year to get a concept and get everything and do it perfectly. They think, right? But there's nothing perfect, you know, always change. But the Hong Kong style is really on set. You know, we are doing instantly and then you believe that. You don't doubt yourself. You think this is cool, this is cool move, this is cool action. We do it and then we believe that. We don't them say, oh, this is not the best sidekick. There was some better sidekick. Oh, there's a better bad kick. I, I mean, there's a, you always can be, you know, uh, uh, getting better and better, but that's take too much time and too much doubting, you know, oh, I believe this, I believe that. I think go back to Hong Kong style, what the actor can do, what the core come from, what the camera, the DP or operator can come up with. That's how they do. And then they have the idea how the editing, they get the in and out point and then they just start doing that. And I don't think they will too much concern they're not good enough. They believe what they're doing. So I think that's a kind of interesting for me. Like I say, this is very organic. So but not in Hollywood style. So so right now it's me in here, we're mixing. You know, I'm doing what I based from, you know, where I from. And then I come to Hollywood and had to work with the system and learn with them. So that's how it combined. So I would say, whatever style we're talking about is always, you know, you, you have to service the director. So I think John Rick is very outstanding. I mean, the reason, you know, we will all agree, you know, the big fan try and then, um, um, we all know the director, you know, uh, Chad is come from Stun. And he knowing everything uh, action wise, so that's why he can create. Even we say Jujutsu or Judo, he create outstanding because he's the one design and shoot and put together, and he is the one to give direction. So he know exactly. So that's why it's success. It's the other one that everyone will say we have not enough time. We're not enough uh, performer. We are not good with the editing because the editor don't know action. I think that all com combined always have something you can, you can, what's that called? <laughs> That's on, you know, us, not our fault. It's something, something, something. They always have that. So, so very hard to, to say, you know, as a choreography or stunt coordinator can say the movie is come from them because they really have a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, department, a lot of um, head. So just the choreography, I think we can do the fight scene. Like, uh, I mean, uh, they, they, they did a lot of good thing. I saw, you know, on the YouTube, you know, they created because that why you can see it so good because mostly the choreographer, they are directing to They making exactly what they want. So that's why the favor is there. When, when when I'm making something to give it to somebody, they maybe take the favor out, you know, or they don't understand the little dynamic there because they don't understand that. So I think hard to be outstanding, I think uh, as making one, one style is a style. So I think just like, like, I think just fall back to a boost, that's a very, very generous. No style is the style. No, that's great. Um, Brett, if you could jump in on that, because uh, uh, from, just that explanation there's so many moving parts to all of this it's such a delicate dance uh what, what's your take on that uh, it's, it's a huge and you know going back to what what uh i 100 agree with andy i mean it does it definitely does has to come from the director first and then what dan said about you know the editors it's something that we struggle with uh being the action guys because we create these visions that that come from the director and all these things but then when we get on the day they'll either shoot three extra angles and the editors don't know any difference so when it goes in the editing room, it comes up completely like nothing that we expected. Um, I, was a, I was fortunate enough on Warrior that the, they let me edit it the, the next day, the dailies. And um, I only shot exactly what was my previous. 
And um, that was very fortunate because that never happens. I can tell all these guys here, these guys are all phenomenal choreographers and, and editors and, and martial artists. And, and I'm telling you, there's probably lots of ton of shows that they've been on that everything they did got butchered. Um, and and it, it, it's hard it, for us. It's heartfelt because we put so much of our, our, our heart and soul into this. And for someone to just go, ah, chip, chip. And they don't know anything about martial arts or they don't know anything about the story. And we'll just, this looks good. And then, you know, it's like, a, it's, it's so, it's so defeating afterwards. But, um, once you get to a certain, a certain level at this point, like, you know, when, when Andy speaks or when Vlad or Manny and Dan, like when, when they're speaking now, the, the producers, the directors, they listen now. So we hope that on the day that when we're shooting this, they'll listen to exactly what we need and not shoot anything more. And Andy's, Andy's especially great at that. I mean, his stuff on Into the Badlands, he, he commanded that whole everything. So and they listen to everything he says, and that's why it looks the way it does. Uh, but uh, directors, directors, we want to service them, and we want, we want them to do really well, obviously, because we're there to be part of the team. Where there's the choreographers, there's the props, there's the costumes, we're all part of this team. Um, they have to understand that we're there to help them make their vision look good. Uh, sometimes directors feel like that they've never shot action, but they feel like, oh, no problem, I can shoot this. So when they see our previses, which are very elaborate, like you, if you've ever seen any, any Mandy's previses, like they're elaborate, you know, I can see directors will look at that and go, who don't know, or Vlad's, <laughs> like when, when they look at, they look at your previses, and they don't know how to shoot that. It looks fantastic, but they don't know how to shoot it. So they, they panic and they just start shooting wide, wide, and a couple insert shots. And then therefore your previs gets, gets cut up to all these wide, wide, and a couple shots inside. Um, so it, it's frustrating that way, but it's just getting everyone to understand and be on board with the program that we all want to be part of. And we're not there to, to shine behind like, look what I've done for you, director. No, it's, it's more like, this is your vision. I'm trying to help facilitate it. It's exactly what Andy's saying. Like, it's just, we're trying to, we're trying to help facilitate your vision. And as, as, as soon as everyone understands that we're on the same team, you know, it, it just goes so much better. Yes. Now, uh, speaking of vision, and this is something that, uh, that uh, I came across fairly recently, but uh, um, I'm a graphic designer. So I know that, uh, that the way that, uh, that I do things uh, may be copied by other designers, right? Um, but apparently, um, it's possible for uh, action sequences to be just wholesale lifted by other people and then just uh, repurposed uh, as their own. D is that prevalent in the industry? And how do you even handle that? Well, I think you oh, sorry, go ahead, Dan. I say you, you, you know what it's that usually comes from the inexperienced people that have low self-esteem and insecurity is, you know, there, there's literally TV shows where dudes just go on YouTube and pick out cool shit and they want to rip that off. And that's going to go in the sequence, which you're just, you're not going to make it. It's let's let I me, mean, let, let's just be honest about the industry. We're working Hollywood. It's smoke and mirrors, right? It's about money. They don't care about creativity. It comes down to the dollar, especially in North America. And as great as you can make something, if they've already hit their line, you know, they're, they're doing a $10 million project or a $5 million project, which are super common now, you know, you do 5 million. Okay, great. They're like, man, if we had one more day, a couple extra chances to shoot this one, they don't care the, above the line, the, the money's in the producer's pocket, anything that's made behind it. They just don't care. Action doesn't garner a lot of respect in North America. It's not like it is. You, you'll never, it, it's Hollywood action is about money. It's not about making it look good. We all want more time. We all want more. And like what Brett's talking about, all the variables that we're under, you know, look at it Look in now. We're, we're going through a phase right now where we're having horrible directors becoming directors just because they need to fit a quota. And you're dealing with, like Brett says, in, you know, people that don't know action and they will panic and they'll be like, oh, that's too complicated. Let's just do this or this and keep it simple. Or, you know, we all now know is that stunt people are treated so terrible now compared to how they used to be that it's like, oh, your three hour sequence to shoot. You have an hour now. Can you get it done in an hour? And then. You know, I guarantee all of us are putting sequences together in blocks because, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to go, we don't have time. Could you make it shorter? And then you're pulling out all this good stuff that everybody spent time and money rehearsing just to to make them make the day. But it doesn't it doesn't take priority unless it's a full on full on action feature and they're shooting for four months and they got two months of rehearsals and everything. it doesn't take priority. It doesn't. It's about money. 
Vlad, Manny, Sarah, anybody want to jump in, add to that? I like how everyone's just silent and agreeing. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but here, here, here's, for, from my experience, um, kind of jumping all over the place, uh, the first time my work got butchered, I was just um, heartbroken. But the more it happens and the more you realize that that's a common thing and the norm here in Hollywood, you get used to it. So it's up to you to go ahead and try to make a couple of changes. Either you go and you shoot something on your own and the money that you make in Hollywood or in this industry, I should say, you use that to go ahead and make something on your own. Or you try to figure out how to impress everyone to the point where they have to do what you tell them to do. Um, I've been very fortunate on Lucifer. Um, when I came on board, that transition happened. So now I'm like, oh my God, we're on our last season and I don't want to go to any other show because I have to do that all over again. You have to re-impress people. Um, you have to work your ass off and you have to hope that they give you that opportunity to go ahead. And I don't want to use the word dictate, but kind of like um, control the setting and the environment of how everything is going to go on the day. Um, so to Dan's point, and I, I, the, the reason a lot of us are silent is because, you know, he, he's absolutely right. And we all agree that at the end of the day, um, unfortunately, in North America, action isn't favored as it is around the rest of the world, where, for example, I, I've had the uh, opportunity to work in India several times. And over there, the action director role is extremely respected. Once the action director steps on, on uh, set, Everyone listens to him. He sets up all the camera angles. He talks about the action. We don't move on until we're happy with our shot, which is the most amazing thing. You know, that's that's anything that everyone can ask for. But at the same time, you're in India and the talent level is not, not, not what it is all over the world. So you're kind of going like, oh, it's great, but it's not so great. So um, hence to the audience, that's the reason why everyone was quiet, because it's true. When you make your own stuff, it's great. It's beautiful. When you start making money, you are making stuff for other people. So they're going to, for the most part, dictate what it is that you can do. Um, I've heard Ant-Man spent uh, $4 million on its opening sequence that no one ever saw. So, you know, for, for, for audience members listening and watching right now, that's something to think about. It's like, wait a second there's a $4 million sequence that nobody saw. So that's the way, again, um, unfortunately, Hollywood respects action. And I think in due time, that's going to change um, with the progress of stunt coordinators and second unit directors turning directors, the doors are now opening up. And thankfully, there's been a good run in, of um, second unit directors turned directors of movies like you had extraction you have the john wick series with uh, chad sahowski and you have david leach everyone's doing a phenomenal job and i think as long as that trend continues to grow as long as the stunt community gets opportunities to go ahead and direct um my hope and my dream is that uh the role of the action director changes and becomes a real role here in the states in the north america canada Everywhere, all over the world, it should be recognized as a role. It kind of oh, look, 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 look at a trailer. Look, look at a movie trailer. It's it's full of action because it sells tickets. It's what it is, and who does that? And I gotta say, I, I really look at stunt coordinators and stunt performers as the gray men of the the movie industry. We're like I call ourselves the Navy SEALs of the film industry. We're constantly going in and bailing out directors and bailing out scenes and they're panicking and not knowing what to do. And you put it together and they get the credit for it. But yet so many of them get just antsy, like Brett saying, you send them a wicked previs and they just freak out or have no idea. And it's you're, you're there to help them. You're not there to I mean, at the end of the day, they're getting their name on it, even though they did nothing and sat in a chair and was like, <laughs> uh, what are we doing next? It's just the way Hollywood's going. And until we start speaking about it, we have to. There's terrible directors right now. I don't know how. I mean, it's a cousin of, you know, Big Joe from Sopranos. And, hey, he wants to direct. Okay, cool. Let's give him some directing. Like, it's, it's, it's terrible. So imagine back in the day when, you know, you put a fight together and the directors did take care of it and do it. Imagine now if all the choreographers, if everybody on this panel had a show, sat back and said, do what you want with it be terrible it would be a disaster so i agree with vlad there needs to be more respect given 
because if they're watching an action movie, they're watching it for the action and we're creating the action. We're putting it together, we're rehearsing it, performers are hurting their bodies. Like there needs to be a higher level of respect. And I mean, I don't go to the makeup chair and be like, yeah, I don't really dig that and take the brush and start painting it. But why are they painting our choreography when it's what we do? We live it, we breathe it, we sleep it, we understand angles, we can edit it, we can have all of that, but they don't want to give us it's i mean a lot of it's ego a lot of it's insecurity you know and it's no. it's depressing i found that um and i think andy uh knows this too and, and man actually all you guys probably do and and with sarah i mean like you know if you get a, an actress or an actor that can has a caliber of skill like sarah does like you know sarah and, and jacoji and you're able to perform these things with them um that just heightens everything up and that allows the director to go oh i can see it now and not, I don't have to shoot just the double, you know, because she's doing this, like, like Keanu Reeves, like, that's why, you know, they trained uh, Charlize Theron so hard for Atomic Blonde, which I thought was a fantastic film. And, uh, you know, a director coming up like David Leach, I mean, he really, if you watch his scenes, he captures like the mood of color, everything around her, every time she's in the scene. So, and that tells a different story for us stunt performers, stunt coordinators, we're second directors. Who are turning into directors because it shows that we can because before producers would look at oh he's a stunt guy you know he all he knows is just blowing shit up and fights and stuff like that which is not true you ever watch any of andy's stories his, his his tell every fight he does it's so intricate with the character and the mood around it and he's not a, he's not a cinematographer but he understands that we understand this stuff and so i think that's coming to fruition now dan's now directing vlad's and manny's like have you seen their previous like they're insane so the stories we're telling is 100% different and it's next level. It's just completely next level. And I think that most directors don't understand that. They just don't understand. They look at that and it freaks them out because they, they, they go to school standard, standard coverage, you know, coverage, 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 coverage. Okay, a little coverage, coverage, and then, okay, move on. Uh, where we're actually incorporating the movement, the action, the choreo, and the actors now. Like the stuff with like, uh, uh, with Andrew Koji and Warrior, I mean, I mean, Joe Taslin, one of those guys, we're able to shoot at all of them. So when, when, when I shot that, they said, okay, you're directing everything on the set, Brett. And I was fortunate enough. And, and that's what happened because now I'm, that's able, they're able to see that it's, I'm not just a stunt guy. And that's the break that we're all kind of need. And, uh, you know, like, like I said, I can't say like you watch into Badlands, it's all vividly colors and, and movement and it, it, everything is just, just going great. Now, you, this season of Lucifer is going to be completely different with Vlad and Simon Rhee on there. It's going to be a, a very different, and uh, and, and that's just the <laughs> long and short of it. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, I think Vlad tried to uh, to keep a lid on that for his sight, but oh yeah, I, I, Simon Reed's about to get bombarded with. <laughs> 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 uh, well, he, but the other thing is, um, we, we we always make the best that we can. Um, as I, I said earlier, that there's some con there, I have control of the environment, but at the end of the day, it's still a collaborative effort. You know, if, if the director wants to have two, three camera setups, I got to play that game because, you know, they're at the top of the food chain. And if I do get an opportunity to go to the editing room, which I do, I also, you know, I don't want to step over anyone. Um, I let them do what they want to do uh, because at the end of the day, again, it's a collaborative effort. And if I feel like a specific in the chain, a specific change needs to be made that I'm very strong and passionate about, then I'll voice that. But for the most part, um, you know, w w working in the industry, it, it's working with a lot of people. Um, we're referring to directors getting a little sensitive and maybe a little bit scared. And I think uh, just because stunt performers are sometimes um, viewed as like macho people or stunt monkeys or this or that, it doesn't mean that we're going to go ahead and attack and take other people's jobs. We want to work with them so that way we can go ahead and build a vision together. And that's all we want to do. You know, don't take our stuff away yeah. from us. Don't take <laughs> our stuff away from us. Yeah. Too. I mean, adding on to, um, sorry, just adding on to what Vlad's saying, you know, the thing that I was taught prominently going into this industry, especially from, you know, Chad Zalski and JJ Perry is you want to show value in what you're doing. Because especially what Chad's done, right? As a director, that's what you're going to have to do the entire production. You may care passionately about the story and you may have people in other departments, not stunts, that don't give a shit about your story. So how do you get them on board with you? And so as a coordinator, that is your utmost imperative. You have to not just do that to your stunt team, but the entire production. 
If you want them to care about what you want to care about, you have to bring value and then going into the money aspect, the literal value of what the production is going to have. If you don't do those things and you're trying to sell them on arbitrary things like movement, which they don't give a shit about, then you've lost them. But you have to sell them on the value. You have to think as much business as you do as much art. That is the balance, right? But at the end of the day, uh, like we've all been saying, that is the balance. You, you win some, you lose some. You know, but unless you're going to go out and do it, even Chad has told me this, just because he had a great second unit career and that did John Wick, John Wick wasn't fucking easy for him. And he said that to me many times. Every time he has to do more and more because now as a director, you are facilitating the production. Once production's happy and you do the sequel, how do you go bigger and better per sequel? Now you're creating a world and a franchise and many things now you're in charge of. And if the movie flops, they're not going to blame the stunt team. They're going to blame the director. And he said that many, many times. So I agree. It's like, it's, it's very easy to state our problems, but at the end of the day, uh, much like Andy is saying, it's like, we have to service what's there. So that way we can get the results that we all want, because unless we're actually doing it on ourselves, it's the same idea. We have to facilitate that to get the results that we want. Speaking of recognition that everybody talked about, um, Recognition of your contributions to the industry. What is your hot take then on how uh, your community, the the choreographer community, the stunt community, uh, is recognized by uh, by Hollywood? Say, for example, the Oscars. I think it's it's a for me it's a slippery slope. Like, I think having something that puts somebody in the premiere is the idea is great, but it, I feel the same way as Chad does. At a certain point like Andy has been saying, like, it's hard to say one person did it all because there's such a collaborative effort and not just between every department in, within the stunt team. There is so much of a collaborative effort that it's very, very hard sometimes to really say, well, I did every single piece of choreography, of camera work, of design, of action. I think it's okay to say, of course, there's a head. Absolutely. Recognize the head. This is the person that has facilitated and led that. But for me, I, I think it's, it's much, much more beneficial to the community if Hollywood as a whole recognizes the imperative and the resources that we bring to the table as action designers. An award is an award, and that's great, but if we're still fighting the same problems, but we got an award, that doesn't mean shit. You know, like we should be able then to go and have less problems, more collaboration within departments, more respect for our field, as opposed to just getting a trophy. That's just my personal opinion on it. Sarah, what about you? Because you're on the, uh, sorry, because you're on the actor side of things as, as well. So what about you? What's your take on this? I mean, I think it's, I think it's absolutely unacceptable that there's no category for stunts in the Oscar. I mean, like these people have risked their lives. I mean, what other category people are actually risking their lives? I mean, the amount of skill and dedication and burning passion that we all have for, you know, for action and the amount of, uh, you know, the skill that you take for knowing car rigging, car stunts, fire stunts, underwater stunts, just, just a couple to mention, right? It's just so much that you have to, you know, know about and you have to be uh, an expert at or else somebody's life is at stake. So I don't, I don't see why that shouldn't be recognized. And like um, people were saying before, you know, all the trailers is all about action. So why is that? Why is it not rec recognized? I don't. I really don't understand. Dan, you want to jump in? Yeah, I'll probably get crucified for saying this, but I kind of disagree. And the reason why is this: we're not supposed to exist. We're we're supposed to make. We're there to put the illusion that the actor is doing the stunt. Okay, so if you want a pat on the back and an award, go be an actor. We're not supposed to exist. Plain and simple. Right. If you want to have a one category for a stunt ensemble and as is like if it's a feature and you win one award, I don't believe it should be a coordinator because a coordinator isn't putting everything together. Isn't like, you know, oh, it was great. The flying and this and that. OK, well, what about the key rigger? You know, the guy that the coordinator knows nothing what he's doing because he's a genius on the winch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be given to one person. It's, it's in the wrong direction. If you want to do an ensemble and say, OK, win it. And then production can say, these are the core people that were involved in it. And that's one thing. Great. But I don't want to be recognized in Hollywood and pushed for it. We, we don't exist. 
Like imagine now Brad Pitt stunt double. Everybody knows who Brad Pitt stunt double is. Oh my God, he's so good. He's this, that. Well, Brad Pitt's stock just drops. Now it's not like, oh, Brad Pitt did that. No, that's not Brad Pitt. That's Don so-and-so that did it. And now people are going to know. It takes the illusion away of what we're doing. We're creating illusions in film. If you want your name known, write a book. Like, so I, I just, I disagree. We're not supposed to exist. We're in the background for a reason. It's interesting. I mean, you're, uh, technically you, you are not supposed to exist, but you guys do so much work. What do you think then should be uh, a way to acknowledge what your contributions are to the genre? Go watch the movie and have it a success and have an inner fucking joy party at your house that you created <laughs> something awesome. Because at the end of the day, I'm not a surgeon and I didn't give heart surgery on anybody. I, I, I dressed up in funny costumes and made people go pow, pow and fall down and put them on a wire and said, have fun and make them fly. Like we have the best job in the world for, for anybody who's physical and martial artists. It's like, it's fantastic, but that should be enough. We make good money. We get to work with great people. We get to create awesome choreography and have fun stunts. What more do you need? You know, um, I don't think what Sarah was saying was, you know, we get an award because we should recognize it. I, I don't think that was it. I think she's more, yeah, we are invisible. We're supposed to be invisible, but no actors actually ever say, I do those stunts, unless it's like Tom Cruise, which he actually does. I think it's just more like, you know, Brad Pitt's the first one to say, yeah, this is my son, double. Like he, he, he outright says, Dave Leach, my stunt double. Like you, if you ever pick a fight with him, you're dead. If he's got a sword, you're dead or a stick or knife. But he'll be the first guy to say that. And I don't think I bring the stock down. I just think, I just think what Sarah, wait, correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, is just, and Oscars to me is, is no big deal, but I'm just saying, but I'm just trying to put into perspective what she's trying to say. Maybe it's, it's just the recognition of the, what we do as a professional to make Hollywood what it is. It's not like we want, I want to say, hey, I'm the best, or they can't give everybody on the team one, but they can give the figurehead like Mandy was talking about. So, you know, everybody's a big collaborative part of it, but there's always one figurehead that kind of always says, okay, well, this, yeah, says, no, Mandy, change that a bit. Okay, good. No, you know what? Move that wire, change the pick over there. And he's the one that's kind of making it gelling together. And I think, although the award would be for the team and it'd be up to the guy who receives it, well, he would say, you know, it's my team. Cause we all know it's our teams. Like we're nobody without our teams. Our teams are like, they're everything. They, they make us look good. Um, they hit the ground for us. But when you go, when you guys are saying recognition, recognition by what, what do you want? A ribbon? Well, it's, it's, it's not even a thing. Like, like, I don't even care, but like I said, I, I don't care about the Oscars really, but I think recognition is just that, that, that like, you I mean, the guy who makes sound effects like, uh, yeah, we get an Oscar award for that. I mean, exactly. It, it, it's it's not about. It's, I think I don't think it's more about an ego thing. I think it's more about a recognition, like just like well, look what we do for the industry. Like I mean, look, like like right now in our union here, our union here, they we don't even get a seat in our union here, Dan, at UBCP here, and you know our performers as stunt performers, we make up over sixty percent of the annual income coming into UBC, but yet they won't give us a seat. And the committee. So that's kind of like, well, she doesn't even work. But that, I think that's what she's trying to say. I don't think it's more about, hey, I am a stunt. Here, look, look what I can do. It's not about that. It's just more about the, the academy, the people, the world, the world that we live in, the Hollywood saying, hey, yeah, man, you guys are doing an awesome job because a lot of these jobs will look good. But, but, but we, we are getting recognized. The Dave well, I know, Lewis, I know. The, Chads, the, the, the Ben Brays, the Lynn Odens, getting an opportunity, J.J. Perry now with directing. When you get those opportunities, that is being recognized and getting a pat on the back and that. If you guys, I, I just don't like this little gold statue of ego patting on the back and I have one and you don't. It's just going to go down a messy road, the same politics that happened with actors. Well, I think it's more about if you make it like, like hey, I have this. Look what I have. Look what I have. I think that's more about that attitude you're talking about. But if, if I, I bet you, if anyone like if, if Andy received uh, an Oscar, he, he wouldn't be like that. He'd be like, "Thank you, my team. Thank you, this. Look what we hard we do. The work we do. This is this. Like, you know, that's that's great. Thank you for the the universe of of Hollywood for recognizing this, as opposed to someone who does this on on a movie. They got I, I I I get I get it, but yeah. I just don't see the comparison. I mean, we're like living on an organic spaceship, hurling through space. The museums are going to be gone when humans are gone. It's like we're, we're, we have an awesome industry. We work with awesome people. We create awesome content. That's why we got into it. I just, I just, that's just no. my opinion. I disagree. No, I, 
No, I, I, I think this is our opinion thing. You know, that's why with stunt committee, why now still don't get whatever we, you call, you guys calling is the recognized. Because, you know, everyone have their opinion, you know, and, and then your opinion is my first one I hear. It's very cool, but I don't know. And it's, a, you know, you talk about the trophy, about a personal, okay, yes. If you give the stun and say, okay, like, uh, toss a wall, right? We got a stun a wall, right? For stun man. So who did the stun, right? Oh, oh, you did a high fall, you got the trophy. So something, they very specifically say, okay, high fall, car stun, who drive that car, right? That with very specifically knowing who get that trophy, because who does that, right? All the people, the car sequence got the stun award. And then the people running on the street, they also get recognized. Well, oh, but the, really the driving guy got the stun, but the, everyone, even one name is including in the sequence. So they get the nomination, they got the trophy. So I think that's a very specific about stun. But you talk about Oscar right now, you talk, it's a, oh, so we should not doing this because the stun coordinator will get the uh, uh, trophy or the second unit get the trophy, but the stun guy do the high fall. Like what Sarah's saying, oh, somebody using the lie, but they don't get the Oscar if you're now thinking. So I think that going to the end is like, who get the uh, trophy? So could the stunt coordinator, could the fight choreographer, or could the stunt guy? So now it's because that, uh, I think this very complicated to say who's supposed to get that. Or suppose, so the people start like the ego thing, like you think, okay, I got the trophy, you do, do you get it? I, don't, I think that's like what Brett's saying. That's like, then your opinion is my first time here, that, but kind of very interesting. But everyone can you know, speak out for, for themselves. But Brett's saying that it's like, okay, the teamwork, you know, is a stunt committee got Oscar nomination or winning, you know? Everybody should be happy with this, you know, we got recognized something. But like you saying that we already got recognized, like Chad or David, they directing, this is JJ, you know, they got the, so this is the recognized. So that's a different, you know, this is, you talk about something for their career, but for the trophy, for the, for the recognition, for the Oscar thing for me is a, it's good to should be have something for that, for the stunt committee, because we did, surface for the uh, product, you know, with this surface for the movie. And the industry without action, yeah, seriously, who sell the ticket, right? So, no, and, and I agree of the ensemble. I just don't agree with one individual going up there and receiving but, but that as that, being a figure. I, I, don't think, I don't think here people talk about individual. I, I think right now, I think you're taking on the, like the individual thing. I think what everybody, even the stunt committee right now, to, we fight for it, we vote for it. We try to get something going on to hopefully uh, our company will give us a recognized, uh, give us the nomination or give us a trophy. This is not even for the personal. I think this is for the, just the, the industry, you know, as a stunt committee, you know. It doesn't matter you're a fight guy, you're a car guy, you're a high fall guy, you're a fire. doesn't matter. We just talk about the action, you know, there's the stunt team, you know, or, 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 or our industry, you know, try to get the, uh, you know, recognized, but doesn't, doesn't mean have to be going to the personal, but I think I, I agree, you know, what you're thinking, because I think you, right away, I can sense that what you're saying is like, you don't agree the director got the credit if the show's doing good, but the movie doing good because the action's so good, but the director don't know what they're doing. So I think that's what you, in your mind, is like, Oh, we will do the work, but somebody will go take it. So that's why maybe you you're thinking about the same thing in the in, in, in the Oscar. But for for us, you know, we know we surface for somebody. If not, then if we, what you're saying, so the Oscar should be only have one, maybe only one trophy just for the producer, because the producer, I tell the director what they're doing, I'm proof the wardrobe, I proof the CG, I proof everything. So we should get one one Oscar, just the producer. Is that right? But you know they still separate like like what what Brad doing that uh, Brad very cool I learned that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but can the producer take the credit no right the producer cannot say oh this is all I'm doing I tell him do the paper why you don't do paper why do the plastic I tell him do that so I mean this is something we can argue forever but I think give it to stand committee have the chance for Oscar is fair enough. Give it to who, I don't care. But to recognize it, I think we should have. But you know, 
because the opinion, because like you, then special this. That's why some people or like you talk about Hollywood don't um, respect uh, action. I think you want the people respect you. I think we need to respect ourselves first. This is the biggest thing. If ourselves don't believe this, so why they would believe us to give us the? Because we have so many, like I say, everyone have the brain. Everyone can say something. So, but the committee, we want that. I think I, for me, I always like long time ago when I come to America. Then I start hear that why why Oscar don't have stun. Then I say yeah right why. So then they they keep saying okay we should try we should try, and I say very simple. How about this? Why you, you see the writer they strike right? The writer strike. What happened? Why the way? Okay, you got your deal. You got your contract. Why we just strike? Because the stun. Why we all stop doing that? No action. No stun guy working for stun. No, we all strike. We don't go Oscar. We don't work. Can we do that? Can we try that? Because please don't. Cannot... <laughs> huh? Please you know don't. Come on, we strike. Let's do this. Let's try. No more stun. If we no Oscar for stun, we don't. We all strike. We go to Seven Eleven. We work for Stubber. How about that? <laughs> let's let's try three years and see what happens. No, I, I get it. I I just think there's more important things to battle about within no, the, the industry itself. Like, how about giving us the time we need to do something safely that lowers the but, risk of hurting human beings? No, but I'd that, rather that, battle and strike for that. But that's, that's, that's not, you know, then, then you say we cannot make movie, you know, then, then no money, then no time, then we don't move, we don't do movie. That's not true. You know, you do YouTube, you know, I mean here, uh, you guys do a lot of uh, YouTube. You don't have money. You have all bunch of guy and you got iPhone or you whatever, you shoot something. You're still creative. You still do something. I don't think a time or, or money we can strive for. Oh, we need more time for stun, you know, for safety. I don't think that will be a, 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 as reasonable. But I think to for for stun community, if everyone agree, ninety percent agree. Okay, how about let's all the stun people vote for it? Well, we all agree we should have Oscar. Then let's try. I think that's that's fair enough. It doesn't mean anything, you know. Maybe we should. Why when a pandemic, we already not working anyway. So why <laughs> making a call? We try. We're trying. We're not working. No TV. No no stuntman. No stunt coordinator working. No action director. Why we tried that? Because we inside we have problem. We're not really as as respectful. You know. I think if you say you talk to the Roger, you talk to the custom. Okay, no more Roger Oscar. I think that you will never have a Roger on set because they for sure is trying. It's a, a fascinating conversation, um, and uh, I know there are people out there, me being one of them, that appreciate the work that you do. That's not going to get you very far, <laughs> but uh, but um, there there is a, a whole uh, a host of people out there that do recognize what you all do for the industry uh, and and love the work that you guys do. Um, and I, I can't believe there's been an hour already, and uh, and we have to wrap it up. But uh, before we go, if uh, if I could go around the room and give me a quick take on what the next evolution of the uh, the art form is, and then give me uh, a little bit about what you're currently working on and you wanna uh, talk up to the audience. So, um, uh, Emmanuel, let's start with you. Uh, I think having a distinction of, of styles and a variety of that is great. You know, we, we have things that have trends, which is fine, but I think having a variety of styles for everyone, you know, I think it's great. And, and mixing everything as uh, Andy and, and Brett have said before, you know, being able to find the mixtures, but also having the distinction, I feel is the next evolution, right? Like we saw that a lot in the eighties and nineties, even the seventies. Um, I think that'd just be great with the industry. Just keep modernizing and figuring out what everything is. Um, in terms of what I'm on right now, I'm in uh Toronto in Canada, just working on season three of Titans and, you know, the new normal of what things are, but everyone is safe, thankfully. And then, you know, beyond that, we're just trying to make it happen as we always do. Very cool. Sarah, what do you got? Um, yeah, I actually really like what Emmanuel said. I, I like the, I like the fact that I think we should all um, be more defined in which type of martial arts we're doing and then seamlessly sort of like meld them together. 
like whether you're doing Filipino martial arts or karate or, you know, wushu. I like that um, having, I guess, the audience sort of more aware of what people are doing rather than it's, you know, a hodgepodge of, you know, different cultures. It's like, you know, the origins, I think that would be, that would be great. Um, and then I just finished shooting something here in Taiwan with a, a director in Los Angeles, um, Sergio Guerrero. And um, we're already planning to have a second project. He was actually in uh, LA while filming this in Taiwan. So it was a really interesting and cool project. And um, um, we're, we're definitely gonna do something um, down the line. And then I have a couple projects, action projects in China um, next year. And you know that I'm sort of taking a little break this year, but next year I have a couple um, action projects um, in mainland China that are more MMA based as well as um, boxing. And then here in Taiwan, I'm working on a horror film. So that's going to be exciting. Very cool. Vlad, what you got for me? I think it would be the evolution of uh, storytelling and the evolution of the stunt community's involvement in Hollywood, meaning in the industry. Um, as far as storytelling goes, um, John Wick versus 1980s Commando. Same idea. One guy killing hundreds of people, but it's a lot smarter. Why? Because of the evolution of story. Same thing with action. Once we start incorporating story into action, the action sequences are a lot more entertaining. You engage more than you would if you just watch people fight each other. So as opposed to like, you know, Donnie Yen in the 90s where it's beats, 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 beats versus Donnie Yen now where there are elements of story, for example, in Ip Man with the flashback during the fight scenes, you know, we want to make action smarter. Um, I think that's the next step. And as far as stunts involvement, um, that's also the next evolution. If stunts can get more involved with uh, setting up of camera, with uh, time management, with editing of footage, we will see a huge evolution in martial arts action filmmaking. As far as myself, I'm always shooting stuff. I may or may not have started a Vlad uh, feature film during quarantine. Hell yeah. That I hope to finish next year. Hell yeah. Um, that's it. And of course, there's also Lucifer season six, which we've been told is the final, final season of Lucifer. We'll see. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Dan, what you got, buddy? Um, well, I agree with Andy. I think the evolution in the action, or at least the martial arts side of stuff of film is developing different styles for the show you're on and not being stuck in one way. But that also includes performers getting out and training that material because the best stuff we have in our head, it's never going to show up on camera if you don't have performers that can perform it. And then it always gets dulled down. But I agree with Andy that it's really about you take the opportunity of a different show that wants a different style and let's work with them and give it to them. So rather than having one style, you're capable of doing multiple things. And it's just going to not only evolve you as, as a, as a choreographer or a coordinator, but it's going to involve the industry as well because it ups the level and everybody wants to keep upping the level. And we've all been in the room where the director comes in with clips from movies and like, I really like this. Can we do this? You know? And it seems to be when you're on a TV show, they bring in a feature and you're like, yeah, they had two months to rehearse that. So don't think we're getting that in our eight hours of rehearsal. But um, headed to South Africa in January for seven months for uh, Netflix, a uh, big project there. And uh, at this time now, I'm just pushing my feature still and uh, enjoying that ride. Very cool. Andy? Uh, yeah. Um, I think I think the evolution will be if the just like what um, John Ray or David Lee, um, Chad, you know, what they have, you know, if the, you know, production or studio or producer, they open mind to see um, what, what movie they doing. If action movie, you know, I mean, percentage, oh, this is 90% of the action, you know, maybe they should open mind to see considering the second unit, considering this, uh, the action design, you know, a lot of people, you know, very talented right now is new talent here for, uh, for action, for fight cover, for maybe, you know, move them up to give them opportunity as a director, you know, telling the story and then take down all this, you know, the, what then, then saying, you know, not enough time, not enough, blah, 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 anything. Let they handle it. Let the person handle 
the action movie, you know, like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of talent, they can do it, you know, like Brad Chen, she's directing, you know, I love him, you know. So I think, I think if, uh, the, the, the evolution should be, it's like, for me, it's a, they recognize the, the talent and give them the opportunity, you know, don't, you know, box them, you know, oh, they're stunt guy, they should be just do stunt, they're coordinator, but never move up them. But now, you know, I mean, the past five years, you know, this franchise, you know, I mean, like John Wick is number one. I, I, I give you all the credit for chat. You know, I think they open up then their JJ, you know, you know, all the upcoming, you know, you know, the extraction, you know, Sam, you know, everyone now open mind, you know, if you look at them, don't look at where they come from, you know, if they all come from it's just stun guy, you know, or something, whatever the, the great stun guys, you know, doesn't matter. They come from the stun and they do action movie and they sell tickets. <laughs> so if it, the revolution for me is that look at the movie, look at the drama, what kind the movie we're talking about, and then open mind to get the talent. I think that will be the revolution, you know, because I mean, it's always not enough time and money, you know. So if we, if we, if you do a low budget movie, hire Hong Kong star because you don't need the prep, you don't need the periods. So hire them and they shoot on set. That's the that's the revolution. If you used to do the movie like my last movie, you know, I do some chi with the Marvel, right? Yeah, money and time you do, you know, four months, six months prepping and then periods, you know. Then yeah, you you hire 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 me too. The same, you know, Hong Kong style, horror style, they're all good, you know. It just depends on what budget. So if you are, you know, indie frame, you know, hire the people doesn't need too much, you know, uh, prep time, you know. You're higher. You're doing a big budget blockbuster movie. You know, hire hire me. You know, we got half a year just do, you know, periods. You know, and then I end up with just don't need to do this. We just do it for fun. That's why too. You know, like like what you say earlier. Um, say the end man have four million sequence. Nobody see it. So that's a big movie. You know, though. So so it just depends on what kind of project. You know, which surface. You know, but but revolution for me is like open my don't box the stunt community people. It's just knowing action. They can tell story. They can make money too. Well, I think it's, I think it's that perception change because I'm dealing with a couple studios now for another project. And one thing I always say to them is because they say that they they literally think you're a stunt person. All you can shoot is explosions and fights. And I say, okay, but now you're hiring a director who's barely been on set and you're assuming he can shoot action. What's, what's the difference? You know, and it usually stops them in their place. And then we can have a discussion about how, you know, we're allowed to, we were able to tell stories just like they're able to shoot action. Yeah, Brett, let me get the last word from you and then I will thank you all for your time. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say thanks to Manny and, and Vlad because I actually didn't really know them that well at some point, but uh, I know that I had a project that was really bad for me and uh, the producers were talking to them about, well, the sun team did this and they're like, no, no, no. Brett and his team did good. It's just you guys didn't back him up. So thank you guys. Uh, thank Absolutely. you very much. That's the um, truth. That guys, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to head over to the next panel. It was an honor and a privilege to talk with you all. So be safe, everybody. Uh, and congratulations on all the projects you have going on. And uh, I, I hope to talk with you all again very, very soon. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you thank so you. much. It was such a pleasure. I'd love to work with all you guys, by the way. Came with <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Well, I got a couple of movies I'm directing coming up, Sarah, so uh, we'll give you a call. Hey, how about oh, me? my gosh, please do. Take care, everybody. Take care.
This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws I see the iron fisted monk before the daily prayers Shouting monks on the hands Running down the thousand stairs The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands With the fearless Aida roaming over the land Yeah, the little bit soldier is old Otherwise, he wants a world of peace Because he doesn't want to fight you got the venom mob laying down the law Bruce Lee delivered kicks Guaranteed to graze jars Fight for the cars Then pause here the applause Not again back kicks Will defeat the outlaws Very good But balls don't hit back Yeah, the death jewels here David D is coming back The Tai Chi master Jelly's even faster Could chat a little drink Because he is the drunken master Once upon a time in China Rosamund Kwan is real fine But see Maggie show his spine Golden Swallow has arrived Shang Chi movies Will the hero we survive We've got the brave archer Make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah, the sky goes black Cut the vampire's back We've got Lam Ching Ying To kill them all to so stand back He plays the black magic On the soul of the sword And our sword will travel Until his body's on floors Yeah, Wing Chun Shaol In a mantis style Yeah, defeat the enemy And watch him run for miles Blood will spill Now on the mountain tops When we bring back The soul of the legendary pops Welcome to the tea house Many for some action Drink a little wine We're getting drunk And then we're fighting this time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We walk into the tea house Ready for some action Drink a little wine We get a drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws See it's a game of death yo You're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China Counting the TikTok The Shogun Assassin Slash and blood just drip drop The head kick neck drop Balance the bone stop Wanna kill Bill Better get the assassins He's got her just in yellow But she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms that's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor When the blood it'll splatter against the walls No fear at all To kill them all There's always blood spilled When you head into a war Fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that they call Jet Li I'm Bolo Young Yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx Yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple See the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house Many for some action Drink a little wine We get it drunk And then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm, we smash the place up with a dragon claws. We walk into the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we get a drunk and then we fight.